This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You kill it with your Indochino suits. It's true. Indochino is the world's largest made-to-measure menswear brand. They make suits, shirts, coats, and more. And everything is made to your exact measurements for a great fit. Plus, you get to personalize all the details, including your lapel, lining, and your own monogram. RJ Barrett's brand new collection with Indochino just dropped, featuring limited edition fabrics, jacket linings RJ helped pick out and design. Indochino's process is simple. Choose your fabric, pick your customizations, and submit your measurements. Your package will be delivered straight to your door in two weeks. You can get measured and design your suit at your nearest Indochino showroom or do it all yourself online at Indochino.com. You know, that's what you and I will be doing. Right now, you can get $30 off your total purchase of $3.99 or more at Indochino.com when entering Blue Wire at checkout. Plus, shipping is free. That's Indochino.com, promo code Blue Wire for $30 off your total purchase of $3.99 or more. Incredible deal for made to measure clothing. You really have no excuse anymore to wear clothing that doesn't fit. So if you're a guy and you want to look dapper and great, just like Sam always does, definitely enter the promo code blue wire at checkout and go to Indochino.com. And if you're a lady looking to give your brother, your dad, your boyfriend, your significant other, a good gift, this is the way to go. This is a good gift. And even dude to dude, this is also a good gift. Totally. And you get to pick the monogram, the lining, the whole thing. It's such a great process when you customize what you're wearing. And when you go out and someone asks, oh, dude, where did you get that? And you open it up and you show them, bam, this is mine, made for me. You feel that much cooler. Blue Wire. All right. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. It, I'm so sad that we did not do a podcast over Thanksgiving. I really missed you. But so sad. if so you think sad. I eat a lot on a normal basis, you certainly didn't we want to see me every over day this past. Is not only am I just thankful for this time that we spend together, but the eating is just aggressive for both of us. Admittedly, this is not just about you. This is about both of us, clearly. And it's a bit of a problem. But You're addicted also, to DAC the way that I am addicted to sugar. It's kind of terrifying. And we will get into that, DAC. Although DAC at this point all of a sudden isn't nearly as interesting as something else that we will discuss. But let's catch up, Taylor. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti and Sam Batesh. Brought to you by... Harry's Razors. And Indochino. Yes, I look fresh, don't I? Always. As always. By the way, just for the record, I dragged you out of the valley. (laughs) Oh, yes, you did. On a Sunday night. We we usually, as you guys know, do not record until Monday nights. But with after the games today and what transpired between these different teams, we needed to talk tonight. And I know that we wanted to share this with you guys for Monday morning for your commute. Yes. So thank you, Taylor, for coming up with this outstanding idea. Now, I think it was potentially just a little motivated by a game that happened early on Sunday Maybe so. Maybe that so. we had circled on the Thanksgiving calendar. 
And like I said, we're going to talk about Dak, but that is old news at this point because there, Taylor. It, it, you know, it was two games. So I was ecstatic, of course, after the Ravens Niners game yes. today, the game of the potentially uh, Super Bowl. Super Bowl preview. Super preview. Bowl preview. It's That's a Super a Bowl rematch. It's, and it could be. Yes, it um, could be. Although no longer the brothers, but still very fun. <laughs> Yeah, but and then also the game tonight with between the Sunday night football Patriots. while you were waiting. Okay, maybe the Patriots are going to keep pace, Texans. but they didn't. So, Taylor, so now, just, I'm going to rewind. Okay, rewind. Back to Ravens and 49ers. Now, you and I were both there when the Ravens destroyed and potentially eliminated the Rams from any kind of contention yeah. this season on Monday night in L.A., Absolutely obliterated. That game was over in a heartbeat. Never was close. But but the game Sunday, that everybody had circled was this 49ers and Ravens game because these two teams are so similar. Please tell me overall your takeaways from what happened, what transpired in that game. Ravens on top 2017 over the 49ers. Let me first just give credit to the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan's play calling and what he did on that opening drive going forward on fourth down. For that first touchdown to Debo Samuels. Jump ball. And I thought Marcus Peters was going to be there. But yeah. he was certainly not on that. And run. I loved their aggressive play calling. I loved how they came out confident and on the offense. So and aggressive. I mean, that was clearly going the into the right game. Move. We're going to be aggressive today. And the Ravens certainly were not used to that. And then the Ravens were had to punt. And that was the first time that they've had to punt in 21 series for Lamar Jackson where they didn't convert on third down, which was It's incredible. a great list. I believe it was 24 straight drives. 24? And I thought it was go, 21. And you, okay, and it's just it's so funny to read through it. Touchdown, touchdown, kneel down, touchdown, touchdown, turnover on downs, touchdown, touch. I mean, it's ridiculous what that offense was doing before today. The Niners clearly were a different kind of opponent well, for Baltimore. Well, what I, when I was, you know, just like looking at these two teams before this matchup and you're kind of dissecting the different – parts and how these two teams are also very similar and they both have top offenses and defenses well it was the number one offense and the number one defense but they right both have together. top five offenses and top five defense they're one of three teams that have that and i think it is the uh 49ers ravens and then if i'm correct is it the Patriots? Well, the Patriots certainly are the number one defense yes but but are they in that offensive category as, as well as i think so on both I actually don't even think so because I don't think the Patriots we know who that third one is? offense. We will find that out. I promise that will come to me in my ear in my pink headphone. <laughs> I will find this out. Okay, I promise. But to just get you like that in terms of the 49ers' strengths, obviously at defense and the Ravens' defense is very good since Marcus Peters has come onto the Ravens' team uh, since Week Seven. Since they acquired Marcus Peters, they do have the top scoring defense, and obviously, I think that addition of Marcus Peters well, is really what's helped that. Absolutely. And then if you look at the 49ers and Ravens' offenses. They both have a strong run game where they have the 49ers have a three three different running backs. And again, today without Brita and Mustard had the incredible game. And I'm sorry, but the Niners and the Ravens, it is scary to see them on the field together when it comes to the fact that in a way, they both want to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. They want to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. And of course, three-headed monster, not the same for Baltimore because it's essentially Lamar and Ingram. It's more right. of a two-headed monster. Gus Edwards does come in and make a few plays, but like you said, it's primarily Lamar it's and mostly, Mark Ingram. And yet the Niners have three who can do it to you in Brita, in Mustard, in Coleman, and they have used them beautifully throughout the season. And to see them on the field together today, it was so fitting that mm-hmm. it was 17-17 for nearly all of that game. You're I mean, it would be a shame. I think happen. I tweeted something like this. It would be a shame for us to not see these two teams play again 
in February. Well, it was just such good football. But I think what the difference was, my big takeaway. Okay. It's taking a while. No, I, I love One. this. This is what we should be doing. <laughs> Justin Tucker at the very end with the 49-yard field goal in icy, wet, cold, rainy conditions just comes in clutch with that game-winning field goal. And then Lamar. Lamar to you have 100 cannot... and 100. It was so balanced. It's funny. You look at the 100 yards passing, and at first you'd think, oh, what a shame. It wasn't a good day. But when you're the kind of quarterback that can that go can for a hundred in the air and, and 105 on the, on the ground or something, 105, that 101 of course is the difference. One and rushing touchdown, many, one passing touchdown. How many plays on third down mm-hmm. is he the difference? Not just because you know, he's going to run because that wouldn't be that exciting. We've talked about it so many times. He dissects the progressions. Mm-hmm. He is and absolutely when he does feel showing trapped, you, he's like, you that know what? he can throw the I ball. I can take it and I'm going to run with it he's because I am tight that ends. quick. He can throw it to the running back, or he simply takes it himself and also powers through a lot of tackles. It's not that I mean, he doesn't just the make Niners everybody did, miss. The Niners they did have some incredible pasty. Uh, Mark Andrews and uh, Ward were going at it all day. You could tell that Mark Andrews was getting and really one, frustrated. Way, I had only one takeaway from Monday night being there, by the way. Mark Andrews is a big dude. Yeah. No, I mean, Mark Andrews is a tall, mm-hmm. large big big man and you can tell I mean obviously at the tight end position that's what you need but seeing him on the sideline next to other large men you take away okay yeah. that's why 89 is special for the Ravens and he was again in this game all right something that I know we discussed before we went into this game the stretch the Ravens were going to have to get through in this season in order to be in this position about this. so we when we looked at these games we're thinking okay if they come out on 500 we're happy I mean Seahawks Patriots, uh, 49ers, Patriots, Texans, Rams, and 49ers. Chiefs, I guess they were before then. Yes, it was early because remember they lost to the Chiefs. But we're talking about from October 20th until this Sunday night, the games they were going to have was Seahawks, bye week, Patriots, Bengals mixed in. By the way, we dropped 49 on them. Then Texans, Rams, and 49ers. To think that all would be wins was never even on the Mm-mm. docket. We never even considered Mm-mm. that. And look back now at that schedule. Who's played a tougher gauntlet in that amount of time? Nobody in the league. And to have them dismantle the teams the way that they did. I don't. I mean, know traveling to the West Coast. I don't care like what this. team you're playing. The Rams might not be a good team They're the right NFC now. Champs. They're the NFC They're champs. They're the NFC yeah. champs at home. And look at what they just the did line. to the Cardinals today. The, look, the Rams are a worthy opponent mm-hmm. no matter what. And granted, the Niners took apart the Rams at home. That's fine. But we saw them both on the same field together in regards the to Niners the Niners. The Niners didn't have as long of a flight as and the Baltimore did coming True. to the West Coast. I'm sorry. That was impressive what they did Monday night. But we both would admit that what was most impressive was the game today mm-hmm. against that kind of opponent in the 49ers. All right. So before we get into, because we love playing the game of who could actually beat this team. I know we also want to get to the NFC as well, but I definitely have to tell you, Taylor, about Harry's Razors. And that's because I, as you, you can see, you always look dapper. Yes, and look at this. You have a little I bit of a five o'clock a shadow bit, right but now. I can say this much. To start, I stole him from the valley in the middle Sunday of the morning, night. I actually decided to shave with my Harry's Razor. Now, my favorite part about my Harry's Razor is the cost. 
$2 per blade. You absolutely cannot beat that. And that's all I need when I'm looking for a shave. I want a cheap razor. How come nobody understands that all I need is a cheap razor? I need it quick and nothing is better than $2. And if you are listening to Let's Catch Up right now, please go to harrys.com slash bluewire. You are going to get your shaving set with a weighted handle, five blade razor cartridge, your foaming shave gel, your travel cover to protect your blade, and you're going to get a holiday gift box. Act right now. We love the holidays. By the way, this ends December 16th. It's a good gift for ladies to get your brother, boyfriend, anybody in your life, dad. Anybody you know in your life. These are the razors you want. And like I said, again and again, $2 a blade. But the Sam would set, never buy anything that does not make him look suave. Absolutely dapper, put together. And by the way, nice on my skin too. That little lathering gel, come on, yeah. that comes in handy. All right, the holiday set starts at just $20. Harrys.com slash blue wire. And you can be hooked up with your Harry's razor. Harrys.com slash blue wire. Let them know. Let's catch up. Sent you there. Okay, Taylor, the rest of the AFC, we've seen it all now. We have seen it all. We're beaten by the the Texans on Sunday night. So, as you see it, the Ravens right now would, of course, be the one seed. They've got the tie break against the Patriots. After tonight's game, yeah. So, it's set up. Our division winners, obviously, we've got the Ravens. We've got the Patriots. The Texans are on top right now. And, uh uh-oh, the Chiefs took control in the AFC West again by smashing the Raiders once again. As you see it, and of course, the wild card is still yet to be determined, although, wink, wink, and a shout-out to the Buffalo Bills. We know Bills Mafia is all over us. (laughs) My pal Catherine, who is always texting and tweeting at us about the Bills, she was excited on Thanksgiving Day. The Bills also been part of this. Absolutely. So, when you look at the entire landscape of the AFC, Taylor, who do you see? Who is that sort of jaws in the water lurking for your Ravens? Who's the biggest threat? I think that traveling to Foxborough is very difficult. The Ravens have obviously done it before. We know that they can do it. But to take out the element of home field advantage to the Patriots, I think, is critical. I think that we know that the Patriots don't have the receding core that they once had. Clearly. They're not protecting Brady. Brady was sacked a couple of times tonight. He threw Brady two picks. Under siege One of them, I think, got called back. It's interesting, and this was this was pointed out, Taylor. And of course, I'm a little biased because my dad's from Philly. I'm a ridiculous Eagles fan. Wasn't excited with the outcome of that Eagles game, but I will say I noticed something in that game. Brady not sacked a ton in that game. I think the Eagles only got credited with one sack, but the pressure on Brady that entire game. What I noticed, and I noticed it a lot on Sunday night as well. I don't know what's happened to this Texans team. They look a lot better than they have in the past. They do. But my one point about Brady that you just brought up, he is feeling pressure this Mm -hmm. season. And I see him getting rid of the ball and also or being throwing quick it to get it and, out. And right? It's like, so where was quick. that going? And it, it seems as if he's he's not not that he's not letting it develop. It's that he knows the pressure's coming and he can feel it. And he is getting rid of the ball and being forced to get rid of the ball a lot sooner than I mm-hmm. think he normally would. And of course, that's a strength of his anyway is getting it out quickly. So you still think Foxborough and the Patriots is I, that number one threat, right? Mm, Patriots or. Chiefs. Okay. Thank you for saying the Chiefs. I just simply wanted to say I think I it's still the think Chiefs. It's Kansas City number one. Now remember, I have I have not gotten off this. I still think the Chiefs are going to be in the AFC championship game. 
I'm gonna, I, I'm I've gonna said stick that too. I've that. said that too. I think that I the Chiefs are going to be Chiefs a very... Be, be in that AFC Championship game. The question to me is, are they going to play the Ravens? Look, the Ravens the lost to the Chiefs this year. You're, and and by the way, and Lamar's got the two losses to the Chiefs on his docket. Mm-hmm. If you take last year and this year, I really love what the Chiefs can do offensively. I think I, I don't trust their defense. Enough. I know you don't trust their defense, but that to me, I'm going to stick with that. I think it, I, I think the Chiefs. I want them to get there. It's probably a little bit with my heart, a little bit with my Andy Reid memory going on. Yeah, but. I just think the Chiefs still present the most unique opponent. I think when it comes to matchups, I think that the Chiefs are going to be harder for the Ravens to play than the Patriots, especially if the Patriots are not in Foxborough. And and remember that game earlier this season, the back and forth with Lamar and Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was really a shootout of a game. Both offenses were on full display. It was before Marcus Peters. The Ravens defense was a lot different then also. The Ravens defense really did not... Didn't show up. Click and have it together. They didn't have Jimmy Smith. They didn't have Marcus Peters. It looked like an entirely different team. All right. So I I do want to get now. I want to take you over to the NFC just quickly before we finish because there's a lot going on in the NFC. And, of course, Thursday you had the Cowboys losing to the Bills on Thanksgiving Day. Mm -hmm. And I know you have something that you definitely want to tell everybody out there before we get to that. But – I'm looking at the landscape of the NFC. And before you get there, I'm just going to set it up. Obviously, when it comes to the division winners, we're looking at the Cowboys still lead the NFC East. Thank you, Eagles, for whatever that was in Miami today. Just wow. Way to take yeah. that opportunity and do absolutely nothing with it. But you got what the Cowboys in the NFC East. I, 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 I don't even know what to say. The NFC West, the Niners are still on top. Seahawks pending. And we've got in the NFC South, of course, the Saints wrapped it up. By the way, we got to talk about them and the Packers still on top in the NFC North. So I'm going to ask you overall, when you look at the NFC, to you, who would be the one team in the NFC? If you had to pull out right now and give me a representative in the NFC, NFC. who would that be for you? I think there's really only three teams in the NFC. Okay, that's fair. The Saints the Seahawks, sure. and the Niners. Wow, interesting. So, okay, the Packers to me still... The Packers are lurking. Are, are, are dangerous, and I still think there's a the Lambo effect to it. The 26th rated right? defense. It's not great, and again, the game last Ranked Sunday defense. night against the 49ers. And that's what ugly. I'm scared about with the Saints, too. I think that the Saints have all the offensive weapons that they need. They obviously have Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, Drew Brees. They're loaded. They're locked and loaded there. Even Taysom Hill was awesome on Thursday. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But you know what's but one thing about the Saints? Before you go any further, just I know you're you're talking about the Look at that Falcons Saints game. And I know that the Falcons have been a different team, but I don't know. I just don't see their defense. So you defense. weren't impressed defensively? But, but what about this part? Just one thing that, that came – because I actually went back and rewatched on Friday morning some of that Saints-Falcons game. First of all, if you need an onside kick – Get the Falcons special team. What the heck was that? Not, no, first of all, there had only been two successful there on were two before kicks Thursday. all year. There were two before Thursday. The Lions converted one on Thursday, and then the Falcons had three. Convert. They converted three. Now they took one away for an offside that wasn't an offside. Then they went back and converted it. But you can just consider again. that they got three. They got three, which was unreal. That's why that game looked a lot closer than it did first. Yeah, of all. but you're right. I wanted to just say one thing in favor of the Saints. Kudos to Cam Jordan for yeah. Thanksgiving sacks. And the Saints sacked Matt Ryan nine 
times. So there's something lurking on that defensive yeah. line of the Saints that you think that could think come together, I, come playoffs. I think it's a little overlooked. That's all. I just I, I have a feeling we're not talking about it now. It could be a Niners situation like the story. Ravens, where it, it, there was a couple of weeks there where we're like, what the heck What's happened to that Ravens defense? defense? Right. I think this and Saints all of a sudden defense, it clicks. I think they have a chance to do something interesting. I think defensively they're better than we're getting them, giving them credit, and I think they could be that team at the end of the year that we're saying, "Oh wow, what if first of all, what if they end up with home field advantage?" The Niners lost today puts them another step closer. And going into New Orleans like is not easy. To go into that Superdome and win a game. Now, granted, the Rams did it last year. And if if you want somebody that's going to challenge and have be a good play caller, Sean Payton, it would be a scary coach to go up against that in is the playoffs. Absolutely, to me, the team that I think can do it. I think that's that interesting. I think they are. I think the Chiefs under. The, in the radar, AFC. which is a mere, it's ridiculous. They won their division. They wrapped up their division on Thanksgiving, and they're under the radar. But I do think the Saints are a little under the radar. All right, Taylor, what do you got for me? Well, I just want to let you know that, as always, you know, this is our first video podcast that we this just set up a cell phone. I like this. No, I, phone. no, thanks to the whole crew, to the whole staff that came out and filmed <laughs> this. this. is amazing. <laughs> Guys, thanks a lot. No, honestly, the lighting crew, the whole uh-huh. thing, this looks beautiful. It I mean, really you is. always look great. But I think thanks another so reason why you always look great is because of your Indochino suits. Yes. yes. Fantastic. Indochino is the world's largest made-to-measure menswear brand. They make suits, shirts, coats, and more. And everything is made to your exact measurements for a great fit. Indochino's process is simple. Choose your fabric, pick your customizations, and submit your measurements. Your package will be delivered straight to your door in two weeks. You can get measured and design your suit at your nearest Indochino showroom or do it all yourself online at Indochino.com. You know, that's what we like to do. It's easy, of course. Right now, you can get $30 off your total purchase of $3.99 or more at Indochino.com when you enter Blue Wire at checkout. So remember to enter Blue Wire at checkout. Plus, shipping is free. That's Indochino.com, promo code BLUEWIRE. For $30 off your total purchase of $3.99 or more, incredible deal for made-to-measure clothing. You really have no excuse anymore to wear clothing that doesn't fit. So remember to enter Blue Wire. And if you want to look as dapper as Sam, yes. you got to do it. You got to do it. You know how important it is to look and feel your best. And you've got to get uh, suits that are made-to-measure. No, no more generic. No, if you want to sound great, if you want to talk confidently about the NFL – and convince your friends you've got to wear Indochino team is better than their team or your prediction was better than their prediction you got to look the part and feel the part to really sell it and you know what you could be wrong it's but okay. as long as you look the part you can be that's what Sam and I have learned if you look you know my like sweatpants this. right now and I, slippers you and I don't know like, what I'm wearing no, you know what? I was just so excited like ornament. thank you, you do. no which is thank great you. which is a compliment which is a compliment I told you last time that you looked like an Academy Award thank you, you. literally looked like an Oscar which is fantastic you who gold, wouldn't want to look like an Oscar perfect absolutely all right now we were supposed to start with Yarnay we kind of did we pretty much just did Yarnay Ravens best team in the league but we're gonna finish with one one for you, Taylor. Patine you up on one year and A to send us off. Okay. The Ravens Niners game on Sunday was truly a Super Bowl preview, yay or nay? Yay. And I'm just going to stick with it because okay. that's what I've been saying for the last couple of weeks. I like it. If you, we all saw the game today. You couldn't have asked for a better game. No. And, and I, I think and that the, and everybody the conditions. wants I like that too. That. I like I liked there was rain to deal with also. That was fun. Yeah. Well. And one of the, one, another big takeaway from that game was the fact that Lamar fumbled the ball. And in the beginning, even in the second quarter, I was texting somebody and we were saying this game is going to come down to who turns the ball over the most. And, it's and so the one that turns does. it over the least is going to win the game. Well, 
I will say nay only because I get the field. So that's just I'm, I'm just going to say nay because Ravens Niners is just pigeonholing it to that, and I'm still going to stick with it. The Saints. I, I guess what what you got for me tonight is Chiefs Saints. I'm still I, I I like this sort of lurking in you know like lurking in the background teams. You think a the little Super bit. Bowl's gonna be Chiefs Saints? I'm gonna give it Chiefs Saints, which I think would be great. Look, my my original when this before the season started. Taylor, All right, I'm gonna go home. I, I understand. I mean, I, I you know what, it. Sam? We might not be catching up on Thursday. I think we're going to. It's, I mean, if you want to leave, like I get it. Just are you gonna take the chocolate pretzels with you since what you already you stole them out of my freezer? I just great. Okay, let's get let's catch up, Taylor. Let's catch up. Let's catch up. At some, I guess, again, at some point. Okay, great.